What's up, buds? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, a little bit of it. Uh, so let's just, you gotta do this right now and get it out of the way. Yeah. Sad, sad. Sad. Uh, two super. this week. Ashley Massaro. Yeah. First off. Uh, super sad. Wrestled back Took when me. I didn't watch wrestling. Right. I um, always liked her. She was, I guess, one of the last women before they changed it to Divas, from what I understood. Or champion, women's champion, mm-hmm. sorry, before they changed it to the Divas belt. Yeah, that was when everyone got, not, not to, not to like lower her. <laughs> accomplishments but that's when everyone got a chance at the belt oh fair enough basically I didn't I wasn't watching she was back in like 09 I guess something like that but But apparently but yeah I always enjoyed her super shitty and then uh, Silver King yeah passing away in the ring in the ring wrestling against uh, Hooven Dude Mm -hmm. yeah Hooven Juice very sad and um Um, yeah that clip was I saw that clip too and that mm -hmm. was yeah not cool I wish I wouldn't have watched it not cool at all yeah and that's what like all these fucking wrestling sites this week too. It's kind of disgusting getting, making money off of nine one one calls and videos of someone's death. And I stuff. didn't even know there. I didn't even pay attention to nine one one calls. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I stayed Maybe. away from it after the oh, I did too. Video. I, I did done. too. Um, no, Ashley's nine one one call as well. Oh, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't listen. Yeah. I didn't want to hear it. That's no. There's no reason for that to be released exactly. to the general public. It's fucked up. Exactly. Yeah, and then these people that. You know, their fucking sites are riddled with ads. Oh, yeah. And they're making money off of it. Of course they are. It's kind of horse shit. It is, but let's let's move on to yeah. bigger and better topics. Right off rip, this is the biggest news that we haven't already talked about. AEW on Ooh. TNT. TNT. They don't know what night yet. They don't know how long. They don't know what basketball season's going to do to it. But they're going to fucking be there. And from what I've heard, generous advertising split. Mm-hmm. Uh <sighs> It's gonna be dope. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. TV wrestling on Turner TV again. Again, yeah. It's now been I'm like full circle. Right. Mike Hitchman and we come man. Eight, eighteen <laughs> fucking years. Eight, we're all the way back around a wild boar, and we're only fucking two and a half minutes, two three minutes into recording this thing. Right. We've already come full circle, man. Shit. No, um, uh, good news for AEW. There, no, it uh, is. I'm stoked to see what it is and what it brings, and we will know more next weekend. Yeah. I think we'll get something on Saturday. We'll get a taste of more of what AEW is going to be. Agreed. Um, uh, some other AEW news while we're on topic. Yeah. Um, it's already been coming out that their promos will be non-scripted. So that'll yes. be a nice change of pace from what we're seeing over in the WWE yeah, right now. Definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to that personally. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of letting the talent sink or swim from the entertainment standpoint on their own. Exactly. Just like you let them sink or swim on the wrestling standpoint on their own. With a couple exceptions. Yeah. I mean, if you're facing AJ Styles, you're always going to look good. If you're wrestling Seth Rollins, you're always going to look right. good. I mean, there's a handful of people. If you're wrestling Charlotte, you're always going to look good. I mean... There's others. I'm just those are the Ooh. first three that come to mind because they're all top stars right now. Yeah. Uh, but if you wrestle them, you're looking good. Right. But yeah, I think uh, I think non-scripted promos are the way to go. It is. Um, it gets the biggest problem with. It gets you more vested in your character, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you have to come up with the creative side of it, you're not just memorizing right. a script. It becomes more of you. I think Bray Wyatt, who we'll get to later, is a prime example yeah. of that. Uh, also, some clarity coming out this week that on. And we've actually talked about it on this podcast before, but AEW is not actually offering insurance to its wrestlers. Yes. It's offering, just like WWE, it's offering to 
And we bitched about it, and we made a big deal about it, and that's why I wanted to mm-hmm. mention it on the show here, is yeah. that we're not sucking off AEW because they're AEW. We're just calling it like it is, and that's... Right. Yeah. They're um, on the same boat. And I'm... And, I didn't know how they were doing it, honestly. I hadn't, mm-hmm. like, it boggled my mind that they were going to be able to offer their wrestlers insurance. Right. Now it makes more sense. Yeah, that, yeah, they won't be to the wrestlers, but if they come in and do other things and get other titles, yeah. then they can have it. Right. Like Cody and the Bucks and. Agreed. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes sense. And it does make sense, and it gives you more reason to want to be invested in the company, too, mm-hmm. I guess. So I kind of like the approach they're taking. Yeah. Um. The last AEW news I have, and this was a big deal to me because childhood memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earl Hebner is yes. all elite. I all the fucking that. people, dude. How cool is that? Yeah. Earl Hebner's I hit there. That one too. JR's there. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, Do you have anything else AEW, BJ? Yeah. Uh, just a couple things. Okay. Because um, Meltzer. This is just what Meltzer was reporting about the TNT deal, is TNT would be happy with just 400,000 viewers. I saw start, that as well, yeah. Which, um, I think that's doable, mm-hmm. right off Agreed. the bat. Like, Agreed. Especially for how quick things are selling out and all that. And then also, Double or Nothing next weekend. Actually, yeah. I don't think it's just that they're selling out. It's not just it's not just the fact that they're selling out. It's how slash what they've sold out. Right. They first sold out a show on Labor Day weekend when everybody said you can't promote a show on Labor Day right. weekend, and they sold it out in thirty six minutes or some ridiculous horseshit like yeah. that. And then they booked a show in Vegas, which nobody has ever sold out a wrestling show in Las Vegas before, right. and sold it out in four minutes on Memorial on Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah. So you know, yeah. which though I don't know for me. I don't. You don't hear people saying "Don't book on Memorial Day" like you no. do for Labor Day. But yeah, because that's when people want to get out. Should be an outdoor show. They should have done it at Caesar's Palace. That's next weekend too. It is. So that's pretty I'm sweet. Stoked. Yeah. Um, and then the other one. It, well, yeah. And the Double or Nothing. Um, they have got some digital pay per view deals in the states. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bleacher Report's gonna run it live, which I didn't know they had a live I didn't service either. like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, but apparently, you can also get it like on Google Play and iTunes and things like that. Yeah, it's gonna be fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll split that. Just saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We're gonna watch that Saturday. And then yeah, this was this week was two years ago. It's just crazy to think about that. Yeah, two years ago today. Or, well, the day they announced yes. the TNT deal was actually two years to the date, that, which that is just crazy. That came out with Cody mm-hmm. and Dave where Cody yeah, they made a said, bet. I'll take that bet. Yep. And, and then history, here they we were go. able to take it to All In, to yep. TV show, company. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Agreed. Uh, the next topic I got for us here, we're going to move into the WWE and knock out her because there's, that's where most of them are going to be. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Bray Wyatt. Pretty wide dope. Um, what do you think of the new mask, the new outfit? Uh, it's fucking awesome, and the story behind it's even. I was cooler. just gonna say, did you see the story behind it I on did. on the interwebs? And whatnot? <laughs> yeah, the uh, Bray basically contacted a friend of his and was like, "Hey, I have this idea." Explained it to him with some rough sketches, and he drew it up, and they made the mask out of it from the same factory of. I can't think of the guy's name. Me either. I was trying to but, see if I had it. And yeah, I, don't, I didn't put his name in my notes yeah, for whatever reason. Um, but like one of the big... Yeah, the guy that did it and then the guy... Big uh, producer of like movie monsters and stuff is the 
company that made the mask. Right. And this kid's totally geeking out because he got to work with those people and stuff. And it was really cool. It's going to be interesting with and, him wrestling in it and seeing... Yeah, I don't you know. Is he going to come to the ring as his Mr. Rogers persona and the lights flick out when they come back on? He's got the mask on? or I That mean, would be dope. That's kind of. I don't know what they're going to do there. Mm-hmm. Bell rings, lights go out for a second. Either way, kind it's, like the, Festus it's the only thing I watched from Raw or SmackDown. It's the only thing I watched for Raw. I wish I didn't watch SmackDown. I'm glad I didn't. I was so confused the whole show. That was the problem with SmackDown, and it would have been the same problem on Raw, which I heard Raw was a little bit better. Um, I watched ups and downs and stuff on it. Yeah, me too. I heard Raw wasn't horrible. They made some fun decisions. Braun's out of money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn's in. Mm -hmm. But like with this wild card rule and all this stuff, I have no clue what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's supposed to be on what show. I'm already getting... Feeling oversaturated with the Roman yes. storyline. I am the I'm already exactly where I was on Roman Reigns before he had to leave. Like, like you've already ruined like, Roman Reigns. Yeah, because Again. now I gotta watch him kick off both shows doing the exact same thing. With the Miz times. too on both shows. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Except one different. the Miz came out first and they had chairs, and then the other one, Roman, came out first and they didn't have chairs. That right. was the difference. Agreed, yeah. Uh, actually, Roman Reigns' push was the next... I mean, it's not next on my list, but we might as well talk about it next. Um, I mean, we kind of are, but I'm not I'm not enjoying it. I don't care. Um, no, I'd be fine if you they You did was... nothing to make it feel natural or organic. You just shoved him down our throats again. Right. Guess what, Vince? We don't give a fuck. Like, he's not... <clears throat> I mean, at least he's not in the title picture, but he is all over both shows now. Yeah. It's just too much. Um... Oh, and another thing, Shane McMahon was making fucking matches on Raw this week. Too. Yes, he's, that's how Raw started was him making a match. Right, and it was like last night he was in charge of fucking SmackDown. I don't, I don't. I'm so nothing lost. matters anymore. Nothing no. makes any sense. The only thing with any like continuity no. to it's Bray Wyatt. It's honestly it. like wild card bitches. Every episode seems like Charlie Kelly wrote it, <laughs> right? And people are trying to read his writing and make a TV show out of it. It's fucking ridiculous. You know the, the like the shitty like not shitty, but I'm at the point where let's bring Vince Russo back so we can cut down on the number of swerves I'm getting every fucking night, bro. <laughs> fucking shit. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like it's so bad. Vince Russo, like when he was at the height of swerving people, was less than this horse shit. At least he was like doing things that like to get people on like. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just re-showing this, except for Ernest the Cat Miller, because he had the biggest, but I don't blame him, Ernest the Cat Miller's fucking dope. Yes. Um, and then you also mentioned this, so we'll go ahead and talk about this too. Uh, how do you feel about Braun being replaced by Sammy in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match? It makes the match better. Agreed. I have no desire to see Braun in it again this year. Mm -mm. No, I'm, not at I'm, all. He needs to go away for a while, too. Ron Strowman's <coughs> another guy I'm tired of yeah, because they big showed him around so bad that yeah. nobody cares anymore. He, no, he needs he's to go not away a real legitimate threat, even with throwing Sammy in the dumpster and all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. I also imagine Braun's still going to get involved in this match in some way, shape, or form. Oh, I do, Probably too. prevent Sammy from winning it. Something. But yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind, honestly, if he went away for a little bit and then had him team back up with Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. him, yeah. and, him and Bray versus uh, the Planets tag team. That'd be alright. I could go get behind that. Right. That could be fun. Because I think that's where it's going. 
And I, I also thought this this week that um, what would be dope is if Luke Harper's been swerving us for months. This whole time? And this whole time, and he's coming back and we'll join Bray. That would this be has been a swerve this whole time. I would be cool time. with that. Oh, I would be too. And it would make me happier. Because I hate to see Luke Harper leave. I love Luke Harper. Actually, I would love to see him leave so maybe I could see him. Well, that too. But. Um... While we're talking about it, let's just continue on with Mm -hmm. replacements. Alexa Bliss Mm -hmm. is not cleared medically to wrestle, and Nikki Cross is replacing her. Correct. First things first, how do you feel about Nikki Cross being in the match as opposed to Alexa Bliss? I like it, especially after the storyline this week. Agreed. The storyline is what made it. Yeah, I read about it. The storyline is what made it for me, Mm -hmm. uh, which kind of was the last time we said that about the WWE. Not very often. But uh, yeah, for sure, that was uh, yeah. that was my my thought too. So and here's the sense, next thing: and I kind bliss of, yeah. injury, work or shoot at this point. Uh, I think it's, it's work probably. Now. I think it started off as a shoot, but it's now a work because yeah. I don't think they would have announced her for the match if she wasn't cleared. Right, I and think she, was. she wasn't going to be. I think yeah. she was cleared, and now they are going to hold off a little bit longer because of this Nikki mm. Cross, her being friends storyline yeah, that they're doing. I like it, and like the. The, they made teases on Raw about it, like Alexa's, because they've been doing this storyline where Alexa's in these weird situations wrestling yes. for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. One week her, they she wasn't wearing her boots or something, right. and one week she had to wear I don't know pants or sweatpants or I can't remember what it was. But the, the shoes was just one yeah, the shoes they kept coming untied during the mm-hmm. match and shit. Yeah, and then there was another one. Someone stole her bag or something. I don't remember. I but didn't watch that. Either way, episode. then this week she was complaining to Nikki that people were fucking with her. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it was really cool actually to see them do something for once that makes yeah. sense. And I hope Nikki's the one that's playing Alexa Bliss. Like she's, Me too, and it's not the other way around like mm-hmm. you think it's going to be. And yeah, because you think Alexa's playing Nikki, and I'm with you. I was going to say that, that that's my hope is that... Is that Nikki's the one that's going to turn on yeah, Alexa? That at the she's end of been the day. doing this, and she's trying to be this happy, smiley person to get where Alexa is, and to then take she's her gonna, spot, right. and then she's going to turn on Alexa, right? Agreed. And get back to crazy Nikki. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next up, continuing on, there's so much WWE stuff, but mm-hmm. some of this stuff's going to get a little quicker topics, I think. But it's mm-hmm. good; we got plenty of time. I ain't in any hurry. Um, rumors on Andrade's push. How do you how you mm-hmm. feel about that? Do you think he's going to get a push? Oh, For real? Yeah. I do. Apparently, they love him backstage. They just mm-hmm. asked that he starts to learn English, and apparently, he's learning English. Yeah. Well, yeah, he just talked to Charlotte a bit. Personal, but what? He's got such a great mouthpiece. Who gives a shit what language he fucking true. speaks? That's true, but I think it's more for the cross media promotions, and if they want him to actually be be up at that top, the space. yeah, the Hispanic face of. The he company needs he some, needs to speak right. better English. Either way, I'm all about Andrade getting a push. He's oh, one of the too. best in ring talents that they have just right give now. Him, just give him his fucking names back. Yeah, because Andrade Cien Almas is a way better name than just Andrade. Yep, yeah. agreed, agreed, one hundred percent. Um, how about the Leo Rush update? Which uh, what? I mean, all of it, just the whole situation. He took down being a WWE superstar oh. on social media. Yeah, I saw and, that. He's reposted that he's available for bookings again. There's yeah. nothing official, but maybe he's... I mean, it seems like he's done. That's fine. Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. Everything I'm seeing, he just kind of seems like a jerk. Seems like it. And... Another Enzo. Don't mm-hmm. worry. That's... 
Not that far, but close to it. You know what I mean. Yeah. He's not to that extreme, but... No. Um, how about the Lars Sullivan $100,000 fine? Um, good. Like, I'm, I'm glad about I all. think I'm the only person Everything... that thinks that's a bunch of fucking worse shit. What? That they fined him for shit he did before he worked for the fucking company. You know what? I... You gotta do something. I, Especially after no, the past they knew about outrage. it. They knew about it before. Yeah, they're only doing something because there's a social they media stink about it. Fuck them. They shouldn't have done yeah. shit about it. Um, I mean, they should have done something, but they should have not hired him in the first fucking place. Don't hire yeah. bigots, WWE. And How about that? Yeah. Well, I read in his defense this week. You're talking about Lars because I was actually going to have some defensive points on him too. Yeah. Um, the fact that he went up to pretty much all the African Americans backstage and apologized and actually went up to Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil talked and, about it on and, a and Right. And asked him for help mm-hmm. and asked him, you know, to be a better person and good for him. If like, he's trying to better himself, absolutely. Exactly. That's good. And I also read that um, a lot of the anxiety issue mm-hmm. Uh, be, during WrestleMania and that whole thing where was he went home because of this. was because of yep. this. He thought it, he was afraid it was going to come out yep. and it did. And it did. And so, I mean, as long as he's working to better himself. Yeah, I think, but um, I think the $100,000 fine's bullshit. WWE should have either done something about it right then right. and there or not done anything about it at all. I agree. I but mean, do you, but they if the guy's to trying do, to better himself, right. yes. They had to from do damage P- control. They should have say, not. If they would have made the right fucking ethical decision in the first place, they wouldn't have to do damage if, control. It's the same shit yeah. with the Saudi Arabia stuff, and they right. throw on an all woman's pay per view, so we all forget about it. But the thing is, like, here's here's the moral dilemma. A year ago, when they found out about it, do you do something about it? Find him a hundred thousand dollars then, and then have it get out in the public, or do you try to hide it? And yeah, because you know what? Have it not because, have because take that chance of it not. There's no reason that you you could have you could have not you could have done it mm-hmm. under the table, find him, not said anything about it, right. not made a big deal about Someone it, and then when it got out, out, right? Yeah, we Which are aware, and we addressed it before we hired the guy, right. before he signed his contract. It was addressed. Yeah. Then you don't have to do fucking damage control. Just my thought. Yeah. I'm not a big damage control guy. I prefer to make the right decision in the first well, place. Well, yeah. The ethical right decision. I don't yeah. mean the right from a business standpoint, because no. God only knows what that decision might be. Right. It's not Vince. Speaking of, this is just a question I wrote down because I wanted to ask okay. you. Do you think he's making it the product shit on purpose? He knows he's making it shit. He wants it to be shit. He doesn't give a fuck that we all think it's shit and his ratings are dropping. Because it seems like he's having a blast with this right now. Mm-hmm. Here's here's been my thought on it. And yes, to answer your question, yes. Just at face value. But not it's not I, intentional. No, I know. He's think losing it's his fucking his mind. I think it's intentional. I think they're trying to drop so the AEW thinks that they can be competition and they become competition. An overextend. And then that's when they step it up again. WWE steamrolls them. Mm-hmm. I think it's dumb. I think you don't let them get a footing. Yeah, Con- you gotta think yeah. if if WCW would have been making business decisions the way the WWE was, yeah. they probably both still be competing That's with true. each other today. That's true. Or the tables and it'd could be, be better. Completely. It'd probably be better for both parties though at this time and that's what i think i think it's better for wwe and AEW. agreed i think if they can competition is necessary in wrestling unfortunately it's it's sad but it's true Mm -hmm. and as good as it is new japan can't compete 
Ring of Honor can't compete. Impact Mm-mm. had a chance and they blew it. I don't think they'll ever be back in competition. No. Um, how about Seth and Becky? Yeah. Oh, I just want to say about that. It's Daw, and that's it. Yeah, they're. I'm gonna call him Beth. Beth or Seki. Seki. I like Seki. Beth and Seki. Beth and Seki. <laughs> um, no, I mean, good for them. Yeah, they're all in a relationship. It was not like, something that surprised. It just surprised me, I guess. I was not expecting that it, the way it, it came out. out. Just bam, there it is, and it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Right. There's not even rumors of it. Just no. woohoo. Well, there's been rumors for a while. I mean, months. not recently, though. I no. haven't heard anything for a while on it. Oh, really? There was stuff like a month ago because she was hanging out at his coffee shop well, all the time. It was a month ago, dude. This is okay. wrestling. Like, she right. doesn't just like, stop just like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> real good news. Legit mm-hmm. good news. Because, I mean, the relationship's a relationship. They'll probably be broke up in six months from now. No, I hope not, actually. Because I like them as a couple. <laughs> right. I think they're adorable. But uh, Bianca Belair graduated. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I saw that, too. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. Um, didn't even know she was still attending classes or anything. So, mm-hmm. good for really her. Good for her. Um, Undertaker versus Goldberg. Oh, is that what they're saying? <laughs> saying? I thought that was a done deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Undertaker versus Goldberg, Saudi Arabia. I did not see that. Go. What do you think? First time ever. <gasps> no, that's going to be so bad. It's going to be the best match ever. <laughs> that's going to be so fucking horrible. It's the Undertaker and Bill Goldberg. Oh, my God. I'm, yeah, 60-year-old Undertaker and Goldberg. Like... Jesus Christ. No, that's the fucking worst idea. I agree. I'm oh No, it's not. I got a worse idea for you. Here we were talking about like good transitions and segues. Okay. The Kabuki Girls! Oh, I'm a, Warriors. I'm Whatever. okay with it. The girls came up with it on their own. I actually liked it anyways. I like it. I, 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 I don't, like, I don't know what it is about Kabuki. It just sounds really cool. It's, yeah. It's Kabuki-ish. It is. I don't know. I just don't understand the backlash on it. Like... Um, because it's different, and WWE fans don't like different. We just say we do. WWE fans sometimes are shit. We are. We are. Yeah. Uh, what about Triple H liking a few select tweets on the Twitter machine? I think he's playing us all. Yeah, me too. That's exactly what I think. He knows it's getting traction, and so he does it. He likes them, and then he unlikes them, mm-hmm. and he's just fucking with people. And Vince all. is cool with it, because yeah. of course he is. <clears throat> Vince likes fucking with the people. It's his favorite thing. These are a few of my favorite things. Curiosity, any opinion on WWE superstars showing up in NASCAR this year? What? I don't care. Uh, Both R-Truth and Charlotte have been announced. Uh, R-Truth is going to drive the pace car for their all-star race. Oh, someone does stuff like that every year. Yeah, but not wrestlers. Yeah, no, they do. Every year? I've seen it quite a bit. Like one pace car or the flag or the gun person or whatever the fuck they are. I guess for me it's I've just news, it. so. But I don't. I care. don't care. Me either. I mean, I get it because there is a lot of crossover fan base between NASCAR and wrestling. I would imagine there is. Yeah, I don't know um, for certain, but it seems like there should be at least. Yeah, but like, again, I don't care because I don't care about NASCAR. It's cars driving in a circle. Have you been watching? NXT the last couple of weeks? I have not had a chance. So, I know what happens with the tag titles. Well, more so than that, actually, what I wanted to talk about was Kushida. Okay. I don't... I haven't been 
Okay. Well, my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, and granted, he said two matches, so this okay. is just grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a get, wait until t- he's on a takeover. Yeah. He's decent, and he has a really cool mm-hmm. Back to the Future gimmick. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I've seen some of his New Japan stuff. He's really fucking good. I think he's just getting the rust off, trying to. I'm hoping. Get I'm it hoping. In. Because I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Everybody does the shit he does. Right. Whoop de fucking do. We've said that with a lot of people, though, before. I know. They won't we'll use him see. right if he makes it to the main roster, anyways. No. Uh, Percy Watson <coughs> left the WWE. I just heard that. Uh, Beth's probably going to replace him. Beth did replace him. Well, she did, NXT. but I mean, I think, I think she's it'll be do permanent. It. Yeah, that's what actually I'm more wanting to talk about is I think Beth Phoenix is going to be his permanent replacement. Mm-hmm. For the first week, she did really well, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed this week's commentary with Morrow and uh, Nigel and her, so I thought they did yeah. a really good job. Yeah, and they need another... They need to get her some more practice because, honestly, I think she could be... She could be a lot more than what mm-hmm. she is right now, exactly. that's for sure. Uh, you and I talked about this before we started recording, but if you're interested, buds, and believe me, you are, the Andre the Giant HBO documentary is now available mm-hmm. on the network. So you can watch it on the network. And For it's $9.99. Yeah. And uh, I did, and it was really good. I haven't got to watch it yet. Um, I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, they're all good. And you should also go... I, mean, I think we've brought this up like quite a few weeks in a row now, but Mentioned the yeah, we should Dark Side of the good. Ring... Uh, is amazing and I guess while we're there um, Viceland is going to also be starting a new epi- or new series called The Wrestlers mm-hmm. on the 22nd of May which I do believe is Tuesday Wednesday somewhere in there um, but this is going to look at it's a guy that kind of goes around learning about named Damien Abraham Ham, that's mm-hmm. his name. But he's gonna go around and learn about all this different wrestling types and stuff. And nice. he's doing, uh, you know, on Japanese women's wrestling, death matches, uh, Canadian. And the one I'm most excited for is gonna be July third, which is Voodoo wrestling in the Congo, which just sounds really that fucking sound interesting. Yeah, that like, does sound pretty dope. I really want to know what that's about. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm gonna write that down. Um, cause, voodoo wrestling in the Congo. Yeah, we should, like, you know, fuck trying to go to Japan for a show at the Tokyo Dome and fuck going to the UK to we watch need to go a show to, and women. We need to go to the fucking We're going to go to the goddamn man. Congo and watch some wrestling. That'd be dope. Uh, last... Where's the fucking Congo? That's Africa, right? Yeah. Or is that... Okay. I think it's... I think it's... Right? Not South America. Yeah, it's Africa. It's Africa. Sure. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ukes, the company that makes WWE TK video games, games and yeah. shit, is working on a new WWE video game. And when I say new, I don't right. mean a new WWE 2K game. I right. mean they have a second team working on an entirely brand new I game. I did see that. That's pretty exciting. I'm interested, yeah. Let's it's, see what it is. They said that the, the overall goal is if they have two teams working on two different games mm-hmm. that they can eventually get a better WWE themed nice. game that would actually appeal to the largest audience possible for WWE. Yeah. What Makes I sense. want what I want I want like an open world WWE game. Like Grand Theft Auto only you're a wrestler and there's like all these gyms throughout the world and you have to go to work and out and yourself and, and go to different towns. Yeah and those are like your like an RPG open world WWE game. Yeah that'd be cool. Would be fucking dope. I'd be into that. Um, a couple other things. 
RVD returned to the ring this past week. Yeah. Impact. Mm-hmm. That was pretty surprising. I saw that. Did you see that? I didn't watch any of the match yet or anything, but I did make a note of it. I'm going to try and I catch saw it. some note or some clips from the main event of that show. Okay. Which, whatever, those two... I still can't believe I'm saying these two are in the main event of any wrestling show. Yes. But Rich Swan and Mike Elgin. <laughs> so weird. I know, dude. Um, I know. But they had a hell of a match. Like, some of the I shit heard, that they did was great. I heard it was pretty nuts. But... Did you see Chad Gable's new look? I did. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it's not that different. Right. Just his haircut, really. Yeah. I mean, his uniform is a little and, slightly changed mm, up. But yeah. Yeah. We'll see if it transfers to any new uh, new look in the ring. Maybe. Uh, last but not least, have you gotten the opportunity to see or follow anything from the New Japan's Best of Super Juniors currently? No. Been just following it on Squared Circle and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like it's uh, they're having a pretty solid year this year in the Super Junior Tournament. I've seen lots of pictures and lots of different comments and stuff. Seems like people are enjoying it, so uh, nice. might have to check that out. Let's see. I don't really. That's my new stuff, man. Yeah, I'm just seeing if I Got have anything, anything else. else. Um, it's quite a bit this week. Oh, no. I just had... Oh, someone had an idea. This is all I had. This was just someone having an idea where you have Fox and NBC Universal actually hold a legit draft for Raw and SmackDown. Like, the people from the companies... Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. That would be a lot of fun. Right? Yeah, like, the companies actually legit draft to each show and that would be dope and then you make the WWE run the storylines based on that shit based on that yeah awesome. that would be pretty cool I could get into that mm-hmm. well um I mm-hmm. think it, I think uh, I think what like the only thing about that is non-wrestling people drafting wrestling right wrestlers to wrestling shows could also end up being really fucking bad yeah, but, I mean, it wouldn't matter. Because, like, it really, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's on what shows. They can figure it out. That it's just who they see as their money makers and what they would think is the best money makers. For their channels. Yeah. And that's all they'd have input over would just so. be yeah. the show, you know, the people on each show. It's not like one's going to come in here and take, you know, the B team and the Ascension and... You know, uh, I don't know, Ty Dillinger, who's not even on the show anymore, mm-hmm. or ask for Kamala, His and then the other Sh- one's going to get uh, Roman Reigns, and mm-hmm. The Miz, and John Cena, and... The Undertaker, Bill Goldberg, and Triple H, right. Kane, The Big Show, Mark Henry. Right, all of them. All, oh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Jinder oh. Mahal. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like Jinder Mahal. I feel like yeah. he gets a shit rap because he was put in a position he wasn't ready for yet. Yeah, he was not ready. But he's not a true McIntyre. He's just not. <clears throat> to me, he's a good mid card guy. I just don't believe he's. I think he could be an upper mid card guy. Yeah, upper. I think he could be a guy challenging for a belt. Mm-hmm. To me, he reminds me of like he could be Sheamus, where like, but he reminds me of where. Razor Ramon always seemed to level out at. Even though I feel like Razor Ramon was better than where he plateaued at in WWE. I mean, even Scott Hall in WCW, he was never that top guy. He was just always right there. Right there. But never there. 
I think though the difference is is when he got over there, his attitude changed. Yeah. And he wasn't as passionate and wasn't trying to be that right. guy like he was in WWE. That's yeah. why he left in the first place. And then I think the money got to him. And he's like, mm. oh, yeah. we'll, get to, loaded. We'll, we'll get to him later. Well, I think at this point, BJ, mm-hmm. um, we should tell us, you were going to tell us about the yeah. wrestling show you went to last night. Yeah, I did. Uh, I took my kids to local AIW show up in Cleveland. Fucking hell of a show. Everything was fought under Compton rules. Which is just no disqualifications. Anything goes. Every single match? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's eight, neat. Eight matches on the show. Every single one was no disqualification. Oh. Um, it was really fun. Like, <clears throat> there was uh, two huge, or one huge spot in the match, which a lot of people, it's on Twitter and on Reddit and everything, but uh, basically an AA follow through IAA off mm-hmm. the balcony through four tables. It was, it was sweet. It was pretty dope. Fucking nuts. There's yeah. tons of videos out there on it. Look them up. Yep. AIW Wrestling. Um, yeah, that was between Matthew Justice and... Fuck, I should have brought pulled up the... Hold on. <laughs> um, you probably should have. I know. I got it right here. Um, do, 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 do. Uh... Oh, Joshua Bishop. Okay. That's who it is. Joshua Bishop was the Intense Champion. Yes. Oh, and these were... Because the Intense Championship is always fought under Intense Rules. Right. So these were Compton Intense Rules. <laughs> it was pretty... I don't think I could handle that. It, I barely could. It dude. seems like it's too it much. Was, that seems yeah. like it's worse than a death match. It, pretty much. Going through... I'd uh, rather watch Colombian death matches. Yeah. And I mean, there was all kinds of cool spots throughout the whole show with the different various weapons. Uh... I think it was the Nick Gage match. Mm. Someone went through... Or no. Yeah, I think it was. Um, they had a board with mouse traps on it. <laughs> Someone <laughs> went through awesome. that, set up over two tables. Nice. Or two chairs, I mean. Um, there was Lego spots. There was thun- tons of thumbtack spots. Doesn't that sound dope, but um, It was really dope. Maybe you yeah. guys should go check out a local show. You should. I mean, I and they're cheaper, too. It was 20 bucks. Like... I took me and the boys. It was sixty bucks, five dollars in gas, and well, dinner was. We were like, there for what, like two, two and a half hours? Oh no, dude, show? we were. The show started at seven thirty, and it wasn't over till eleven. So oh, it was a three and a half hour normal. show. Nice. Yeah, three nice. and a half hour show. Um, well, half hour intermission, but um, twenty minutes maybe. Cool. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we did go. We went to dinner to a place that was way fancier than we were dressed for though they put uh, us in a corner all by ourselves it was funny that's awesome yeah that's yeah. why they put you in the corner by oh yourself. yeah like <laughs> like i was in like nasty jeans and a t-shirt the boys had fucking uh sweatpants on like and he walks into and like, we walk into this store. place that oh yeah we paid like for three meals was like a hundred dollars oh dude yeah <laughs> yeah like it was a nice place we paid yeah <laughs> it was great that's dope. and they yeah well, the bill, the meal was like seventy six, okay. and then I tipped like twenty four because right. we looked like white trash going in there. So it's all right. Oh, and one and the best match of AIW though was or not the best, the coolest one was MJF versus Pentagon. Yeah, Got to see I Pentagon that was dope. And MJF and Pentagon Yeah, Pentagon Pentagon called MJF a motherfucker, and the whole crowd started chanting motherfucker. So motherfucker. that was fun. Did you see? Yeah, uh, 
this is going to be the segue here, I okay. guess. Um, when Bray Wyatt starts coming to the ring, the This Is Awesome chant needs to be replaced with the Yowie, Wowie. Do you see yeah, that? Yeah, it should. I, think I did not see that, thing. but it should. All right, uh, so Buzz, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Okay. What's up, Buds? What's up? We're here to take a commercial break and tell you about this week's sponsors. Yeah, we got a few of them. Yeah, first off, we have sugar-free ice cream. It's like sugar regular milk. ice cream, but with no sugar added. Right, so it's like frozen milk. It's dope. You should try it. With flavors. With flavors. Yeah, sugar-free flavors. Sugar-free flavors. Like sugar-free strawberry. Right. For the diabetic in your Sugar-free vanilla. And even sugar-free Neapolitan. Nice. No sugar-free chocolate by itself, though, for whatever reason. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Chocolate's naturally sugaric. That's not a word. Sugaric. sugaric. I like it though. Yeah. What else do we got for sponsors this week, BJ? Uh, frozen pizzas. Oh, frozen pizzas. They're fucking delicious. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. I like ones with pepperoni on them. Yeah, I like sometimes sausage. Right. Right. I go for the supreme myself. Mmm, with some green peppers and onions. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Delicious. Right. Uh oh! It's also brought to you by getting your dick sucked. Because every guy likes getting his dicks up. Exactly. And some girls do too. If they have dicks. Yeah. I know. That's why I said some of them. Right. And finally, uh, our last sponsor, you know, all these wrestling podcasts out there, they have, uh, they get all these fucking mattress sponsors between Purple and Casper and whatever. Well, this episode of Bud's Watch Wrestling is brought to you by Sleeping on the Fucking Ground. You don't need no goddamn mattress. Get your pillow, get your blanket, and just sleep on the fucking ground. You tell Casper to fuck himself. <laughs> right? Fuck you too, purple. Nothing even rhymes with you. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Sleeping on the ground rhymes with a lot. Like pound. Yeah, like mound. Pound. Right. You can pound the mound on the ground. Exactly. You but... don't need a mattress for that. <laughs> and then finally, today, we also have... Brought to you by the letter three and the number pi, because who doesn't love some good pie? All right, we're back, buds. Welcome back, Welcome bitches. Back. Welcome no, back. No, buds. That's buds. What you are. Uh, we're going to talk about number 42, Edge. Edge. And I'm going to go first. I watched yes. uh, the world Edge. heavyweight champion Edge defend his title against Jeffrey Hardy. Oh. At Extreme Rules 2009 in a ladder match. Okay. It was also the main event of the show. Nice. Uh, so it closed it out. I missed the big gold belt. That was my first thought. It was already hanging from above the ring. Edge didn't wear it out or anything. Mm-hmm. I really miss it. Um, dude, that yeah. thing looks so much better than the fucking Universal belt. And there's been a render of it, the big gold going around on white leather on Squared Circle lately. Oh, I, I saw that. I bet that belt would oh also look God. good on the red leather, too. I bet the big gold would look good on That's red. That's true. I bet That's it very would. true. Or um, blue. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The big gold on SmackDown Blue. That I bet that be would be dope too. That would be. Um. So Jeff Hardy has not changed since 2000, 2001. Right. And it's disappointing, especially seeing how much and how many times Matt changed over the years that Jeff Hardy just stayed pretty much the same. It's because Jeff found something that worked and made him money. And he didn't need to change. Matt's still always been looking for his true calling. I think he found it with the Woken Broken character, personally. I do, too. Um, Man, these guys, though, like, it was it was a letdown, man. You 
Edge versus Jeff Hardy ladder match for championship. Mm-hmm. This should be fucking insane. And it was lackluster. The spots that they did that I'd never seen before were cool, but you could tell that they were pulling so bad. Like, mm-hmm. at one What's... point, Edge went for a spear on Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy leapfrogged him, but you can tell Edge had to, like, he almost tripped on his face getting underneath Jeff Hardy. That's um, This was, I'm pretty sure this was when Jeff was starting to be in bad shape. It might have been. Um, now there was some really cool stuff though. Mm-hmm. There was one point, um, Edge is down on the mat. Jeff goes up on a big fucking, like the big, big ladders to do a swanton bond off the top of it. Edge sees it, rolls to the turnbuckle and gets out of the way of it being smart. Nice. And so Jeff outsmarts him and just tips the ladder over and falls and grabs the belt on the way down and is just hanging there from the belt. That, that yeah. was a really cool spot. Um, but like the crowd didn't even give a shit. Like... The crowd didn't care, um, which was kind of a letdown that the crowd didn't even care, really, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Um, uh, the whole match just seemed really slow. Uh, the, cr- the crowd was lit, and you can tell they were sitting down. Mm-hmm. They were they had the blue lights on, and they were still doing the blue light thing out in the crowd. And um, at the end of it... Um, Jeff Hardy ended up getting the belt. He he ended up falling down with it and winning. Nice. And he's celebrating and uh Oh what the fuck? Oh what CM Punk! Nice. And you know he cashed in on Jeff Hardy and fucking oh, won. And that was the best part of the fucking match was CM Punk cashing in on Jeff Hardy and winning. Yeah, it took two G- uh, GTSs to send him to sleep. I remember that now. But he sent yeah. him out. And, uh, yeah, JR was going fucking apeshit about back-to-back cash-ins by CM Punk. So, uh, way to go, Chick Magnet. Um, yeah, I was disappointed. But Mm -hmm. as far as Edge goes, um, he was definitely the better of the two in the match. Mm. Uh, I will say I missed his, I missed, missed his, I missed Edge's, uh, solo run. Uh, the biggest part of it. I think mm-hmm. he was just starting to compete for the IC title when I quit watching. Okay. One of the last things I watched him do. I mean, really, if you think about it, 17, he was in TLC. So that was really the last thing I yeah. watched Edge do was a TLC match at, at 17. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he grew from what I remembered and the stuff... I mean, I've seen a lot of Edge's solo stuff since because yeah. he's one of the best that wrestled in the time I didn't watch. and uh, like his He was my favorite in the time. I can understand it. Watch. His character was one of my favorites. The mm-hmm. Rated R Superstar was a phenomenal thought. It was a good gimmick. It worked really well mm-hmm. for him. Um, I always felt like he made a better heel than he did a face. Oh, for sure. Um, even whether it was the vampire shit with the brew, just being a badass dude, mm-hmm. goth kind of dude, or it was the condescending five second post stuff him and Christian were doing, or right. this oh. rated R superstar, the Vicky mm-hmm. stuff, the Lita stuff, like all of it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best sellers in wrestling still. There are not many guys that sell on the level of Edge. Right. Um,. You know, but that being said, we've still got Chris Benoit ahead of him on this list. We've still mm-hmm. got Eddie Guerrero ahead of him on this list. Um, honestly, for me, it was him and AJ Styles is about where I put him at. Mm-hmm. I was having a hard time determining which two of those are going to be ahead. Likely, I don't have to do that until next week. Right. But, um, yeah, him and AJ are on the same level, in my opinion, nice. for different reasons. But that's where they're going to fall out on my list. Nice. What did you watch, BJ? I watched Edge, World Heavyweight Champion Edge, again. 
uh, versus Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. from SmackDown 2011. Um, this was when... Right after Edge and Vicky broke up, and then Vicky left to be with Dolph, or then Vicky started dating Dolph. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were going for this. Vicky was the guest referee in this match, and the uh, I've seen she, this match. Okay, I do remember. I just because you the guest referee. That's what yeah. tipped t- me okay. off. I have seen this. Yeah, she when was, you were telling me about how great Edge was when I first got mm-hmm. the network, this is okay. one of the matches nice. I saw of his. Yeah, it was, and uh, she had banned the spear. Uh, for this match, and if he law if he used the spear, he would lose the title. Um, the match was really good up until the ending. Okay. Um, but yeah, those two. I mean, both of them amazing sellers. Dolph did the majority of the selling because of course he's he did. Dolph. He's Dolph Ziggler, right? Like, I think the yeah. only two guys that sell better than Dolph Ziggler ever were Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Pretty much. I can't think of anybody better than Ziggler between no. besides those two. No, I can't either. And um, but yeah, this was excellent. And honestly, if I went back now, I would probably throw Dolph Ziggler on this list at least somewhere. Just saying. Oh yeah. Um, and I know we're not obviously not going to see him any further ahead. No, but I know for a fact Dolph Ziggler is better than Lex Luger and right. That's Rick what Stein I was looking to. A bunch of other guys right. we've already watched. Right, so. like a lot of people. The um, next time we do something similar to this, I'd like to do a much more updated list to get yeah. more modern wrestlers on there, and maybe not just a WWE list either. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely yeah want to do something like that. I liked this one just because it was the older people that we haven't. Yeah, seen. absolutely. That's why we did it. But now, yeah, I love to do even like top. 20 of this decade or something. Something like that. Anyway, um, so the ending of my match, though, came... Vicky got hurt, knocked down, and outside of the ring. So, obviously, Edge spears Dolph, but there's no one to count for three. And, oh, and they're in Green Bay. This is important. Um, (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) I forgot about this, too. (laughs) Yes, they're in Green Bay, so this is important. (laughs) So, no one comes down to... Or, no one can count. And then... And she wasn't looking the first time, but then she looked the second time. In my opinion, she's still the referee, even though she's down and hurt. Edge hits the spear for the second time with her watching. Do- doesn't make sense why she didn't call for the bell there for using the spear. Because Michael Cole keeps repeating that... Uh, Michael Cole. M- that, Big dog! Well, that's definitely not what he was saying then. Boss time! Boss time is definitely what he was saying. No. Um... But, but you can't do that. Roman Reigns does that. Keep saying that. Yeah, we have a new champion, Dolph Ziggler. We have a new champion, Dolph Ziggler. And we don't. Um, so, yeah. Poor Edge Dolph. hits the second spear. And Clay Matthews, tight end for the Green Bay Packers, comes out <laughs> wearing a fucking referee shirt. Counts the one, two, three. Edge is still heavyweight champion. Like I said, it was good up until the ending. It made no fucking sense. It's funny. Our two edge matches were reversed. Mine was in the end until the end because CM Punk. Right. And mine, because I don't... I mean, were you expecting me to start playing CM Punk's ex- no. correct entrance music, too? For that the time. The accurate yeah. one for that time for frame. That time. Um, no. It's because I prefer his Kill Switch entrance to his Living Color entrance. I don't, but... I'm, I like I like that song better. That's right. the only reason. I just happen to like that song better. I just think Call to Personality fits him better. Just because... 
Well, yeah, the punk I like. But, well, I like both punks, but either way. Anyway, back to Edge. Um, yeah, I know. I completely agree with you. I'm sitting here debating between him and AJ also. Um, yeah, for different reasons, but mm-hmm. they're on the same level. AJ was a better offensive Mm-hmm. Edge and sold better. Edge sold better. But I think I also feel like Edge has a better character because right. AJ is literally just AJ, not even mm-hmm. turned up. I don't exactly. feel. I don't either. Yeah. I feel um, like if we hung out with him, he would be the person we see on TV. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could ever say that about any wrestler in the history of wrestling. Maybe Johnny Gargano. Yeah, Gargano's pretty close. He seems like he's not turned up very much either. No. Um, Champa probably too. I believe he's as much of a dick in real life. I don't. No, I don't either. Yeah, I was say, he's <laughs> definitely just a character. No, I know. Um, I miss my hero. Yeah. So do the rest um, of But yeah, I like I said, I totally agree. We'll figure that out next week. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. honestly, like, those two were my favorite of that time period. Edge on WWE, AJ on... TNA, mm-hmm. like they were both the ones that I, ch- they were the reasons I turned into SmackDown and to Impact. Like, yeah, I mean, in the, in the all the stuff I've watched, I can understand why Edge is held in the high regard he is. Mm-hmm. I can understand how he held so many championships too, because yeah. he was awesome. He was. He, it, him and Cena and Orton, in my opinion, held that whole fucking probably five six years together mm-hmm. between those three. Yep, with a, I mean, a rotating cast of supporting characters, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Mark Henry, Kane, Taker. Yeah, Mysterio. Mysterio. Triple H. Uh, yeah, definitely Triple H. Right. Like, Shawn Michaels was through part of that. For Kurt Angle for, for a while. Yeah. Jeffrey Hardy. Jeffrey. You're right. Yeah. Well, buds, for those of you yeah. who uh, aren't new to the Buds Watch Wrestling podcast, you've probably been wondering, hey, guys, what's... Where's the fantasy at? Well, it's because we've been trying to figure out a better way to do it, honestly. Uh, we, we like the yeah. concept and we like the idea behind it, but <clears throat> right. it's so time-consuming and we want to spend that time on other things like all the news and stuff that we've been bringing, right. all the different topics we've been talking about. All that uh, shit. We've got, I mean, I've got, um, after this, uh, we've got something, a new segment after... Right. This, so I'm going to show you all my dick. That kind of stuff we want to keep working on. So BJ finally got a way to get us um, yeah. uh, how fantasy's going to work. Right. So here's what Because we've been do. thinking about it for yeah. a few weeks. Um, so the idea is we're done counting promos. Promos don't count anymore. Yeah. Um, wins and losses matter. And we're going to draft smaller amounts of people, but we're going to do it every week. Yes. So we're going to take two male superstars... From main roster raw, air quotes, uh, to male to female to tag team. I thought about doing one raw and SmackDown each, but I don't know the difference anymore. Yeah, I mean, so two, we'll just too, take two for both. Yeah, we'll take two for both shows. Then we'll pick a two hundred five live superstar. We will pick, um, and then also a men's women's tag team, one of each from NXT and NXT UK. Right. We'll draft them every week. And said it, wins and losses and matches are the only things that matter. So we'll get a point if they have a match, mm-hmm. two bonus points if they win that match, and two bonus points if it's, if they win a title in right. that match. Yeah. Um, so upwards of five points per match yeah. per person. 
and then we'll just keep track of that. And then the next week we'll draft again, and it'll be um, we can each select one person if we choose from our current roster that is uneligible for the other person. Yes. And ever then after that, everyone is going to be up for grabs. I do have one extra question that I didn't ask before that I just thought of, and I'll okay. share it with the buds. Can we pick cool team names for our teams? Yeah, I guess. Sweet. My team name is going to be Daryl Gunn's team. It's so dope. Sweet. Such a good name. Mine's going to be... Maybe it should be Team Daryl Gunn's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about it. I got until next week to come up with my yeah. team name. Yeah, we'll think about it. Mine's going to be the rated B superstars. <laughs> rated BJ superstars. Rated BJ superstars. I mean, you're not allowed to use your name on Madden, so... I know. I can use it here, though. Um, This is unrelated, but fuck mm-hmm. it. Um, but I fuck just thought it. of it, so I'm going to say it to you okay. now. On Xbox Gold right now, the uh-huh. Golf Club 2019 is free. Oh, they got it. So this is like the third one? I guess. Because I just downloaded the second one. Yeah, this is. I was playing it not too yeah, long this ago. Is Golf they Club just 2019 is the okay. name of it, and I've so only played through one. one round of eighteen, mm-hmm. but I loved it. I had a blast with nice. it. the The gameplay feels just like my Tiger Woods of old. Okay. Um, the putting is a little bit more challenging, but it's actually mm-hmm. a lot more fun. And yeah. once I really get the hang of it, nice. I think I'm gonna have a lot more fun with it. Um, nice because like. I, when I was playing two, I only got through one round also, but it was... Um, well, I only downloaded it two days ago. So. Right. I downloaded it like two weeks ago, but nice. I've been busy. Right. Um, so, yeah, I felt they made enough improvements, but they could have made a little bit more. So if they fixed the small things that gotcha. I wanted them to fix. But I did agree about the putting. The putting's harder, but it is a lot more fun. Yeah, it was a lot In more two. fun. Uh, at least, and I'm assuming it's close to the same. All right, so I just teased uh, new segments, and yeah. we've got a new segment which is going to continue to grow from this week, but we're going to just right. start it off this week, and we're it's because you know us, buds. We're growers, not sure. This week in history, we're gonna this week. I just got that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I hope you buds didn't take as long to get that one as I did. I'm feeling a little dumb now. <laughs> Uh, no, this week in history, where we're gonna go and you know this this today for you buds is mm-hmm. the nineteenth of May. Yes, and so we're gonna talk about things that happened from the nineteenth up through the twenty whatever the fuck the last day of this week is. For this week, I've only got birthdays, oh, but starting next week, I'm gonna talk. We're gonna have matches. I'm gonna have cards. I'm gonna have events. Right. We're gonna have you know special. If it's like the pipe bomb, for example, happened this mm-hmm. week in history, I'll mention the pipe bomb promo. Or if it was. Uh, Yokozuna went in the 1993 Royal Rumble, for example. Then I'll mention Yokozuna went in the 1993 right. Royal Rumble. Well, that's going to happen a lot when we get to like Rumbles, Rumble yeah. Mania times, right. things like that. But I'm not going to do every single winner of every. I'll pick different ones that fall into right. that week and stuff, and we'll mix it up and yeah. have some fun with it. Shake it. But around. I just wanted to do some birthdays this week. So yeah. let's start off obviously with mm-hmm. uh, today, Sunday, May the 19th. Right. Uh, this, this May 19th birthdays, we have right off rip, Alistair Black. Nice. Uh, yeah, his birthday is May 19th. Do they uh, have ages on there or no? 85, so he's two years younger than me. Okay. Oh, um, one younger than me. Let's see, who else do we have? Uh, Andre the Giant's birthday was on, uh, May 19th as well. He was nice. born in 1946. I know that guy. So, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also have Michael Che. He's a wrestler now. And uh, his birthday is also on May 19th. <laughs> the guy from SNL. Yes. Okay. 
He was in the uh, greatest true. or the uh, uh, Andre the Giant Battle uh, Battle Royale or whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, for May the twentieth, Acom. Uh, nice. His birthday's coming up. Um, and wasn't there another one? Oh yeah, Road Dog. Nice. Yeah, Road Dog's birthday is also on the twentieth. Uh, on the twenty-first birthdays, we have. One Leva Bates, who nice. you guys know that I'm a big fan of. Me too. Um, Old blue pants for you NXT fans. Yeah. Uh, Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. Um, we want to. Th- we real quick, buds. We want to thank Mr. T's mama for him having him. This one. His this one. That day. This one. May twenty first, buds. Uh-huh. This is fucking ridiculous, right? Okay. Woman. Nice. Oh yeah. And. Chris Benoit. They both had the same birthday? I did not know that. Me either, but that was That's crazy. (laughs) I did not know they both had the same birthday. Yeah, they do. That's weird. Uh, The 22nd. That's uh, weird. I'm wrong. I'm fine. (laughs) They just got in a fight over whose birthday was better. (laughs) And that's really what happened. That's fucked up, too. (laughs) I told you. Uh, May 22nd, Brian Pillman. Uh, Scott Putsky, Tracy Brooks, Daniel Bryan, and Santana Garrett all on the 22nd of May. So that's a lot for the 22nd. Yeah. Uh, on the 23rd, we had uh, Bray Wyatt, his birthday was on the 23rd. Nice. Uh, and Alex Shelley as well. Uh, okay. We also had um, Owen Hart pass away on the 23rd of May. So his uh, anniversary... An accidental fall calls a death there. A few buds forgot. Uh, on the 24th, Ricky Romero is one of the birthdays we've got. Uh, Lieutenant James Earl Wrights, his birthday as well. Super Parka. Uh, Will Sasso. Alberto Del Rio. And Yoshihashi all have birthdays on the 24th. Um, and then, uh, as far as wrestlers who passed, Vincent J. McMahon passed on May 24th, back in 1984. Hmm. And then to finish the week up with the 25th of May, uh, we had Bo Dallas. Nice. Roman Reigns. Uh, wasn't there another one? I don't know. And Sexy Samantha. You're in charge of that. And Sexy Samantha. I don't know who Sexy Samantha is. Everybody knows who Sexy Samantha is. Well, I must not be part of everybody. Uh, she wrestled back in... Uh, fucking... Independent stuff in like 2013 or 2014 or some stuff. Um, I just thought her name was cool. It's Sexy Samantha. That's a pretty solid uh, name. Yeah. Don't yeah. just type in Sexy Samantha into... I don't know what that'll pull Into up. Into Google. But yeah, for uh, for this week in history, though, next week, we'll, so we'll be bringing you historic cards, matches, things of that nature that you buds can go back and watch. She also went by Samantha Heights. There you go. I didn't know that. I still don't. I learned today. Um, Money in the Bank is later today for you buds out there. Yeah. And BJ and I are going to predict the card. BJ Daryl wants and wills Money in the Bank 2019 edition. I want Money in the Bank to be better than I think it's going to be. That's what I'm I not want. really looking forward to it. But no, yeah, I, there's just been the buildup's been mad because I've been confused since WrestleMania to what's going on. Right. Hopefully, something with Money in the Bank will 
do something to people. I don't my feel interest. like anything of consequence is going to happen at this no. start. So no. let's uh, start it off with the kickoff show. We will have Arya Davari challenging Tony Nice for the Cruiserweight Championship. Mm. Who do you want? Who you will? Nice will probably hold it. I'm taking Nice for both. For as both. Well. That's yeah. not going to change anything. And actually, for the first time in a long time, I'm not interested in the Depart- Cruiserweight Championship match. Yeah. They. I feel like 205 lately has done a better job building up the Gallagher, Gulak, Umberto Carrillo storyline and the Mike Canellis storyline and mm-hmm. have not focused enough on the on Tony Nese, Aria Davari storyline. Personally. I, uh, that's been a focus. It I just hasn't see been the, as much as I did see the Umbrella came back. Oh, yes. William. Yeah. William did make his return this past week yeah. on 205. It was fantastic. Oh, that was actually the best match of the week, too. Nice. Was that Fatal 4-Way. Nice. It was really good. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Daniel Bryan and Rowan defending against the Usos on the kickoff show. Uh, Bryan and Rowan are going to keep... I want the Usos, but yeah, um, Bryan and Rowan are going to keep them because the Usos are on Raw, apparently. Yeah, I, I don't want them to keep them. I want, or I want them to keep them. I don't. I like the Usos. I mean, I do, too, but... Oh. I'm interested in seeing what Dana Bryan and Rowan can do with the tag titles. Right on. I mean, I'm, are you? Yeah. Um, I'm actually, this is the match I'm probably looking forward to the most. Uh, Samoa Joe defending the United States Championship against Rey Mysterio. I feel like we're going to get mm-hmm. the match at Money in the Bank that I wanted the, them to have at WrestleMania. Yeah. Not too. that I'm complaining about the squ- I love the squash. Yeah. I fucking loved it. I oh, thought I that too. was one of the best Mania moments was that 16-second mm-hmm. win and by it, Joe. And it gave him a little story going through here. Agreed. I don't give a shit about the Dominic side of things. No. I could care less about his involvement. But I think for the match, it should be good. Yeah. Uh, who you want, who you will, BJ? Um, I, I think Joe all the way. Same here. Uh, Both yeah, wants and wills. I think Joe's going to keep um, it, too. Yeah, the Dominic stuff's weird. What was someone saying? <laughs> it's just weird that we're... I mean, this is the second Dominic storyline mm-hmm. in WWE. Right. In which I didn't think he was Ray's son anymore anyway. So I thought he was Eddie's too, but yeah. shows what we know. So <laughs> Apparently when Eddie died, he must have gave Because he defaulted back. back. It probably defaulted back to yeah, Ray. I didn't think about that. That'd be my guess. Steel cage match, The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Um... Wants and wills, which guy? I want Miz. Me too. I think he will. I think this is the blow off of that yeah, feud. I think I this do, is the end yeah. of the feud. I think the I Miz is so. going to get the win. I'm done with it. So, I think they're yeah. going to give us the baby face win too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias. Wants and wills. I want Elias. I want Roman Elias. Reigns will. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match yeah. featuring Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. Naomi. Natalia, so Dana difficult. Brooke, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. Oh my god. Wants and wills. <laughs> wills almost impossible. Because I have no clue who they are going to give it to. With the will, I can at least narrow it down to a couple people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Mandy. For the will? Will. Okay. Me too. Who do you want to win it? I want Nikki now yeah, that she's I want in Nikki. it. Before mm-hmm. I wanted Ember Moon, and I thought yeah. Alexa was going to. I thought she was right. the will, but now I'm going to go with Mandy. And, I didn't think Alexa Nikki. was going to win two years in a row. I did. Um, I do find it funny. I just put that together that they got rid of both mm-hmm. last, last year's, year's winners. winners. Um, no, I do want Nikki. I was debating between Nikki and Mandy. 
Because I think Mandy, I like I think Mandy, Mandy too, would be fun. And I'm, I'm interested to see where her storyline's going to yeah. keep going, too. But if you give it to Nikki, and then when Alexa's ready to come back, or if she is already, whatever, that's... Right. Then Alexa can be like, well, that should have been mine. I agree. That could happen, too. Yep. Um, Men's Money in the Bank Lottery mm-hmm. match featuring Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Ali, Andrade, Sammy Orton, Sammy Orton, Sammy Zayn, and Randy Orton. Wants and wills. Like, I'm down to three for my wants. Yeah, I would be cool with Drew, I would be cool with uh-huh. Andrade, and uh-huh. I would be cool with Sammy. Uh-huh. That's exactly the three I'm on. Um, I think I want Andrade. I want Drew. And I think, I think Sammy's going to win. I want Drew, and I think Sammy's going to win, though. Mm-hmm. SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defending against Charlotte Flair. Becky's winning this one. Okay, this is going to be... Let's just... And let's just follow up. Yeah. We'll do back-to-back. We'll do the two mm-hmm. women's in a row here, even though I don't know if that is the order they're in. Okay, yeah. here's my thought on this. Mm-hmm. Whichever match goes on first, mm-hmm. Becky's winning. Right. Whichever match goes on second, Becky's losing. Right. And I think it's going to be... Neither title's changing hands, though. Okay. I think she's walking out of Money in the Bank with yeah. both of them. Yeah. But she's going to lose the second match, which is going to set up a rematch. Mm-hmm. I think her and Charlotte are going to go on second because that's obviously yeah. going to be the better uh, of the two matches. Right. I don't. I think, I think it's going to be the other way. It's going to go on first. She's going to beat Charlotte. And then she'll lose to Lacey. And then she'll lose that's to what Lacey. I want. I would rather see Lacey win than Charlotte win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nope. I agree. Um, And then the WWE Championship match, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Kofi. Kofi. I'm going both as well. I'm wanting Wills, Kofi. Mm-hmm. And then last this but not one. least, we have the WWE Universal Championship. Seth Rollins defending against AJ Styles. Once or Wills? Once and Wills, not four. And. Will Seth want AJ? I think I want Seth for both. Yeah. I'm good with AJ getting it eventually. Right. But, I mean, if he's going to stay face, the face needs to chase a heel. I like the chase. It's been a while since oh, we've had a good yeah. chase. I don't think Seth's turning heel. No, I think AJ's turning heel, so he wins. <sighs> we'll see. They've uh, already teased him to turning heel. They tease all kinds of shit, though. That's what they do these days. They're cock teases. They can tease D's. D's nuts. They can tease Daryl's dinghy. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. You two way better than I toot. Um, I do have a Daryl's Dingy, and it's unwrestling related this week. Oh, nice. Okay. It's a podcast. It's a, um, I don't even know if it's a real, it's not even really a podcast. It's a audio story. Okay. In podcast, I'm listening to it in podcast format, but you can go over to BBC and just listen to it all if you want to. It's called Forest 404. Okay. Uh, it's a, I don't want to give too much away, but it's basically a story of the future of mankind. And, um... Like forest not found? Nah, yeah. Because, I mean, that's usually 404. Yeah. You're, you're on the right path there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a future where data is out of commodity. Okay. And there are people who go through and just basically review old things saved to hard drives and shit and wipe out what's unimportant, in air quotes. 
And then there's a lot more twists that keep coming as the story unfolds mm-hmm. that you don't get at first. And it okay. keeps unfolding. And it's actually tied up with a sound experiment that you can go on and be part of an experiment to see how sounds of Mother Nature affect the human brain or whatever. And there's uh, additional like corresponding pieces that go with it. I've only listened to the story so far. I'm like seven parts through. Uh, they come in at about 20 minutes a pop, so they're not super long if you want to listen to them piece by piece. If you want to catch up, like I said, there's only seven through the podcast right now that's playing through. So I've um, really been enjoying it. You buds all know if you've been with us for more than you know a couple weeks that I'm a sucker for a good story. And this has been a good story so far. I'm excited to see where the other twists and turns go. Uh, this past week led on another whole set of twists that completely changed the story again on me in a way that just... I don't want to spoil anything, but it's so fucking good. And they refer to our now, like where we are living in as the slow times. And, uh, yeah, just really, really good. I, I highly recommend it, buds. And that's nice. thing. Doot, doot! And that takes us on to number 41, Scott 41. Hall. Scott Hall. BJ, I went first for Ed, so you get to go first for Scott I Hall. I get to go first. I watched, okay, so I watched a lot of Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because um, I love Razor Ramon. Like, he was always one of my favorites growing up. Um, so the first match I watched... Uh, the first match I watched was him versus Scott Hall versus Chris Jericho from WCW 97, okay. 96, something, 97, I think. And um, I was very disappointed in this match. It was a glorified squash match, two minutes maybe. Scott Hall took out. There we go. There we go. Um. I don't know how well that'll be heard, but... Just keep it under 30 seconds. Um, so, anyway. So, I was very disappointed with it. I will say, it's always... I Every time I hear it, I love the... Uh, where he asks the crowd. You're here to see WCW. And they fucking went nuts for WCW. And then, or the NWO. Boo. And it was good. Um, hey, so that was fun. But then uh, they were having. This was when he was feuding with uh, the giant. Okay. Big Show. So it was basically, and Big Show or Giant had his hand broken at this time. So he did like a choke slam on Jericho Mm -hmm. to show make fun of the Big Show and was kept like holding his hand and just making fun of him. So and. He got in like three offensive moves and beat Jericho. Like I said, two minutes. It was not much. Right. So I was disappointed in that. So I moved on. And this week was the anniversary of One Two Three Kid beating, mm. uh, well, Lightning Kid or the Kid mm-hmm. uh, beating Razor Ramon in two and a half minutes, Something if like that. that. So I went back and I watched that match. Which was a lot of fun. That is a good match. His I've reaction just seen that within the last you know year. Yeah, uh, his reaction was great. Um, just that was so much fun. And then I went and watched the follow up match to that. Was where uh, Razor was like, "All right, that's it. I want you again. I'll give you fucking ten thousand dollars if you can beat me again." Mm-hmm. And that was fun too. Yeah. Um, because they fought. 
I remember him running off with the money. Right, oh, yeah. That was so good. Fought, he was so, so close good. to winning. And then Scott almost, or Razor almost won. And then, yeah, he rolled out of the ring, just grabbed the 10 grand and left. Mm-hmm. And Razor, and I'm pretty sure that's how Raw ended, too, nice. which was dope. I do believe it was back um, then. That's back when Raw was an hour right? from the Manhattan Center. Um, yeah. But so finally, that third match actually got to show me what Scott Hall was all about. Like, because like I said, the first two was gimmicky matches. They, mm-hmm. you know, I, they were what they were. And I know it's cheating a little bit to watch three matches, but I love Scott Hall. I also watched a bunch of uh, the vignettes before he came in WWE. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chico. Um, hey, Chico. Uh, some of that shit would not fly. No, away. there's a lot um, of stuff from the '90s that would not fly. Dude, away from there was yeah, dude. there was one where uh, most of the '90s would not fly today. Professional yeah, wrestling, right? Um, there was one Between where the sex, he, the racism, the violence. What well, was the sex? Like this woman comes up, and or he's sitting there trying to cut his promo, and this woman comes up, you know, hey Razor, and he's uh, like, get away from me, and she's like, I thought you had fun last night. He's like. You had fun last night. <laughs> and, and then and then she finally leaves and he's like, the Chicas, they're just for fun. But when I come to the WWF, I'm coming to beat everyone or That's something. Awesome. Like it was and it would not fly. I love today. those old school vignettes that mm-hmm. they would play for weeks before someone would weeks. come in. Like, so that's why I hated Jeff Jarrett so much, because they were so fucking, like, annoying mm-hmm. and shit. Right. J-E-F-F. Ha-ha! <laughs> um, but yeah, those were so good. There was a tons of good ones. Him at the restaurant was a really good yeah. one. And, because uh, he goes on about, um, oh, they tried to give him the bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "No, you know who I or you know, you know who I am by eating at your restaurant. You're gonna have a line out the door. What are you gonna do? Have me start working next? You want me to go in the back and do dishes? You want me to serve people? You want me to cook? You want me to clear the table? Fine, I'll clear the table. And just swipes everything away. Nice, so fucking good. That's awesome. So fucking good. That's dope. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, Scott Hall. God damn it. I'm going to put him... This is going to maybe... It's going to be some more thinking for next week. Agreed. This is a difficult one. Because honestly... It's it's, not going to get any easier from this point forward. No. It's going to be really difficult. Because it's... Like, I'm going to put a three-way tie right now with him, Edge, and AJ. That's what I'm thinking, too. Like... They're all right there together. Yeah, um, I, I'm with you. I would put him ahead of, of Ray, but I don't know about right. Edge and AJ. Right. Um, I watched Scott Hall. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I watched Razor Ramon nice. take on the WWF champion, Brett the Hitman yes. Hart, from the Royal Rumble 1993. This is the Royal Rumble most memorable because the Macho Man tried mm-hmm. to win the Royal Rumble by pinning Yokozuna. And then got thrown from the mat over the top yep. rope to the outside. Oh, and Yokozuna won. Yep. And went on to challenge Bret Hart, who won the match that I watched, at Caesars Palace at WrestleMania 9. And then go on to lose yes. to motherfucking Hulk Hogan. Right. Yes. But Scott Hall versus Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. This match. This might be... I know it wasn't rated on any list I saw as the best Razor Ramon match. Mm-hmm. This is probably this has to be one of the best Scott Hall matches ever, yeah. as far as singles matches go. I'd say that, but 
that in the latter match. And that's because, similar to AJ Styles of today, mm -hmm. nobody has a bad match with Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. Nobody. No. Uh, we'll Bret, that in a minute. Yeah, Bret Hart, <laughs> Bret Hart uh, and, and Scott Hall. This was a back and forth. Both guys got the same amount of offense and defense in on mm -hmm. each other. They both had to sell as much as they were on the offensive. It was paced perfectly. The spots were executed perfectly. There was one small little botch where Razor had him up for an edge and he slid out and went for a pin on a backslide. Mm -hmm. It was a little sloppy. You never saw the two of them communicate with each other. I mean, nice. there was nothing wrong with this match, dude. It was nice. amazing. I forgot. You forget how good Scott Hall was because you, mm -hmm. you think of the character Scott right. Hall. Right. You think of the Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. You think of the Outsiders. Right. And then, unfortunately, you think about his problems and his recovery. Right. You don't think about how good he really he was, could yeah. have been oh, had yeah. he been given the opportunity to be the top guy in an organization mm -hmm. somewhere. Um, I mean, and then, and then, to add to it, you had the amazing match that these two guys put on, and you had... Probably still, in my mind, the best commentary team of Bobby Heenan and Gorilla yeah. calling this beautiful nice. fucking match, yeah. dude. I mean... I would uh, do anything to hear those two on commentary. You couldn't, you couldn't go wrong here. No. Um, just everything... I mean, there's a reason Bret Hart was known as the excellence of execution. Mm -hmm. And it's not just because he called himself that. He really was the excellence of execution. Bret Hart... <sighs> The dumb Bret Hart shit mm -hmm. and his him takes away from who he was as a wrestler. Oh, and yeah. he he should be in that conversation with Ric Flair. And mm -hmm. you hear all the time it's one A and one B. It's Sean and Flair. It should be one A, one B, and one C with Bret Hart in that conversation. It should be. But unfortunately, because of the way his run in WCW went to end his career, yeah. and then all of his shit kind of takes mm -hmm. him out of that conversation. Pretty much, but. If it wouldn't have, he would be he would be one, and Flair and potentially Flair and Sean would be two A and two B. Yeah, I uh, just I mean I don't know. Bret yeah. Hart was fucking amazing. Yeah, if he would have never left for WCW for sure. But at the same time, this match could have been anybody, and it still would have been a great match because mm -hmm. Scott Hall's that fucking good. Right. Um, he still has one of the best working punches I have ever seen thrown mm -hmm. in all of wrestling. And one of my favorites, too, along with... And his stomps are good, too. Yeah. Uh, he, he does this little wiggle with his foot before he stomps. It's the same thing The Rock does before he throws a, a punch. If you watch right. The Rock, he like does this yeah. thing with his foot before he right. punches. And it's just great. I fucking love it. Mm -hmm. uh, the Razor's Edge is still one of the best moves ever mm -hmm. finishing for, for wrestling. Never been duplicated. Nobody else has ever done it in, to that level like right. he does it. And I'm glad, too, because it's That's like what... it's sacred. <clears throat> Right. That's the... Uh, what was it in WCW? The Outsider's Edge? Did they just give it that lame generic name? I think something like that. Um, yeah. That's the move, like, when I would wrestle with my boys when they were little. It was always... Oh, that's two, the best one to do. It, yeah, it's either... It was always either that one or the choke slam. Right. Like, because those are the two best, especially for when you got, like, a 30, 40-pound kid. But the match the ended bed. with one of my favorite executed moves, the sharpshooter. Mm -hmm. Nobody does it like Bret Hart. No. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. It was awesome because you you also forget about the time before tapping out and he mm -hmm. didn't tap out. And I'm like, why is the ref calling for the bet? Oh, that's right, because he had to say I quit or I give up or yes yeah. and not, right. I, you know, tapping. So, 
Awesome match. I agree with you. It's going to be hard to rank where he's going to fall on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And then That's this match, between this match and the Royal Rumble was the debut of the narcissist Lex Luger. So that was actually fun to see, too. Just because nice. you kind of forget about that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bobby Heenan so fucking good. I love Bobby Heenan. So, um, yeah, normally, Buds, this is where we tell you guys where you can hit us up. But we actually are going to transition into something a little bit more fun. Motherfucking one of my favorite yeah. people ever. Tom McGee! Tom McGee. He just seems like a nice dude. He does. Like a good guy. Yeah, so this week on the network, they finally, well, they released uh, the Tom McGee versus Bret Hart match. And if you Buds don't know out there don't know what it is... Basically, this match has been lost for 30-plus years. Tom McGee was supposed to be the next Hulk Hogan because of this match and because of his look, and obviously that didn't happen. And You get a little of that backstory. Was, you get to see mm-hmm. what was it. I mean, it was a good match. You it can was. tell he's green. Oh, oh you yeah. can definitely tell he's green. For sure. Man, was there some potential there. Yeah, if they would have gave him more of a chance, I think he still could have been something, for sure. Um but yeah, it was it was really good. He the was doing was... somersaults and stuff that other talent are just now getting to the level right? of doing in the ring. Right. Like Hanson does the same kind of deal, and mm-hmm. it's like, what like, Tom McGee was doing this shit back in the eighties. Yeah, like, holy ago. fuck! Yeah. Yeah. It Go was... out of your way to watch this Definitely. match, bud. It's yeah, it's a thirty-minute little documentary, mm-hmm. twenty minutes of commentary, ten minutes of ma- or interviews and stuff. My only complaint, and we talked mm-hmm. about this off air, yeah. was that right before they show you the match, they asked both wrestlers, "Do you want to see it?" And then we never got any follow-up as to what yeah. they thought or how they felt about it. But Which I guess we'll next. get that at Starcast yeah. so, next week. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see the Starcast. Oh, that's going to be that's one of the top segments on, mm-hmm. for this year to check out on Starcast. Speaking of, apparently they have made which kind of sucks that uh, we paid a hundred dollars for it, but they made all of Starcast from All In stuff free on Fight right now. Yeah, so. it's only temporarily though. Oh, is it? my understanding. Yeah, it's it's free for like as kind of promoting the next Starcast that to makes get sense. people to want to watch to buy. Uh, that makes sense. What I read is after this year's is done, they're going to go mm-hmm. back to charging for it. So it's nice. it's not like free. You can watch it now for free, but mm-hmm. if you don't pay for it, it's not free after, even if you watch it now. Nice. So we'll still have it forever because I paid for it. Right. Forever, so it's, it's totally true. worth it. I've watched almost everything on there nice. since we've come back. Yeah, there's everything. a few things I want to go back to. There's still a couple things that we saw there I'd like to rewatch again. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Johnson's thing with Sean Mooney. That was one yeah. of my favorite segments while I we think, were there. Yeah, the only few things I've watched back was... Well, I went back and watched the Lawler... Because um, we missed the beginning. Because we missed yeah, the beginning. Yeah, same here. And... I went back and watched Raven. Because that was fun. I still have the... Uh, Me too. Thing it's up on my computer desk. Mine's yeah. on my computer desk. My car. Did you ever get into the Raven podcast? No. I did. After we went, uh-huh. I got I gave it another shot and mm-hmm. really got into it. And just as soon as I'm getting like like this is like when he flipped it, right? Yeah. 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 It wasn't his fault, but it changed, and um, I just it's not the same. It still has potential. I think mm-hmm. it could be really good. I just I just really liked. The fact that it wasn't a wrestling podcast. Yeah. And now that's kind of gone away. But you still get your shenanigans and, nice. and stuff, so it's just fun. But I also was a big fan of his co-host, and he's not there anymore either. Yeah. And that's the biggest change to it. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I liked him when 
Yeah, he was great, and he was always... They had a good chemistry together, you know? Mm -hmm. So, But I think once Rich Bikini gets that chemistry with Raven, I think it'll be a lot better. Yeah. Um... Rich is definitely a lot better at kind of keeping it on point and keeping it moving and making sure that mm -hmm. things get done in the podcast because Raven's known for pushing, like, we're going to talk about this and then six weeks later he actually gets to it because they get off topic and push things off right. forever. So it's fantastic. Nice. Um, but yeah. yeah, I guess that's going to wrap it up for us this week, yep. buds. Money in the Banks right. later tonight. Make sure you check that out. Yeah. Um, nice. Let us yeah. know what we're Razor going. Ramon or what Edge Match that you yeah. watched. Um... You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter. You can email to Gmail at the same place. If you want to hit me up, I'm over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. I still haven't logged into the email. I have. Oh, have you? Mm -hmm. Okay, because I haven't been on there in forever. I've you? logged into our email because okay. I needed to make sure I could get into it when I was, um, so for the YouTube stuff, okay. so it all links back when it's all said and done. Um, yeah, and you can hit me up at Beej2004. That's B double E J 2004. Leave us a five star Four review, a comment, tell like, your friends, your enemies. Like, share, subscribe. I don't uh, even know if you can do that shit yet. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. They make this yeah. possible and make this podcast happen for you guys every week. They do. And I guess until next time, that's BJ over there. Unda, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, buddy. See ya. Bye bye. Oh, is it? It is! Okay. And it's checking the sound. Is it? Is it checking it well? I'm, I'll get closer. It's working. Well, I haven't moved it or anything yet either, so. You like to move it, move it. I do. Move it, move it, move it. We're gonna watch it. What? Move it. Whenever you are ready, sir. Whenever I'm ready, you. Yeah.